Okay, good evening, Mover Aboisai. Middle of Perak Hay, discussing the five aspects of each of the elements of Tshuva. So last night we discussed Aziva Sachet, giving up the Avera, not having to do with it anymore in the present. Later we'll talk about doing uh, some uh, plan on making sure not to fall into it again. But for now, person doesn't want to have anything to do with the, the Avera. And he mentioned the point which he says came from the uh, Kat, the Ktsasach Hasidim, the group of very pious individuals, that they would separate themselves from 70 Sha'arim of things that were mutter out of fear that they would encroach even on one Sha'ar that was Aser. And this was the idea of Asu Siyog the first mission in Mesectus of us, Asusi Yaglater, make a fence for yourself. And interestingly, it ties in very much, very apropos for this week's parsha, which is Achreimah's Kedoshim. And the parsha's Kedoshim, the Torah over there starts off, Dabrel Kol Adas Bnei Yisrael. This you have to speak to everyone in Klal Yisrael. Adas Bnei Yisrael, everybody, the whole nation. Rashi already points out, this was said by Hakel, Anoshim, Vinoshim, Vitaf, men, women, and children have to be there because this is so essential to be able to keep Torah. What is it? What's so essential? So we're told about the mitzvah of Kedoshim Tiyu. Simply translates, be holy. What does that mean, be holy? I feel holy. Should, should one, uh, like the, the other religions, Lahavdal, have different ways of being holy? What does the Torah mean? So we have a Rishayna Metallus, exactly what it means. And famously, the Ramban says, what it's telling us here is Kadeshim Tiyu to be holy is Kadesh Atzmacha B'Mutterlach. That one has to even sanctify himself and refrain from things, even of things that are permissible. The idea that not everything that's permissible to eat has to be eaten. person doesn't always have to have a second helping of dessert. There's a concept called the Tainus Arrived. The Arrived, one of the great early Rishonim, who had a, a concept, an idea, don't finish every little bit of food on your plate. Leave a little bit over. You show yourself, you show restraint, you show that I'm not glutton over the food. I'm being Mekandish myself, I'm trying to make myself a little bit more elevated, even in something that is permissible. That's the idea. The Ramban says very sharply, he says, you can have a person who doesn't do anything wrong that the Torah prohibits, and yet he could be a novel Berushus HaTorah. Within the parameters and the permission of the Torah, he could be a novel. He could be someone who's, who's despicable in, in the light of Hashem, in the eyes of Hashem, even though he's within the boundaries of Halacha. Because he indulges too much, even the things, everything's kosher, everything that he's eating, everything that he's doing is kosher. But he's doing it in an excessive way, without restraint, without boundaries. That's what it means. So there's an interesting chsam sefer. I must mention something Maizeda says that ties into this, we speak parsha, and this piece in the Chavaz of Amos. How do you like that? The drushes chsam sefer. He says, Kedoshim to you, Kikodosh ani Hashem lekeichem. And then the Torah says, Ish imoy vavav tiro. Right after it says, Kedeshim Tiyu, Behold, he says, Fear your mother and your father. And then later on, at the end of that segment, the end of that parish, it says, Es Shabbos, Tishit Shishmeiru, Keep Shabbos. 
umikdoshi tiro and have fear, trepidation from my mikdosh. So says the Chassam Sefer, there are two types of Kedusha and Precious. There is a Kedusha from physical pleasures in this world, as we mentioned, eating, etc., which a person has to be able to refrain himself from that and not indulge too much. And the idea of that is, the Ramban is saying, because we should become elevated even in what things that are permissible. He quotes here from the Rambam, which is actually the Chavazavav, says this concept elsewhere, that it's really impossible for a person to have both a focus and an obsession and a love for this world and the next world. Mashkiach, he's always quoted, he says, we think it's possible. No, I'm living for Elam Abba and I only want, that's my main place. But in the meantime, I also want to love Elam too. He says it's impossible. You can't have in one heart, you can't have both a love for Elam Abba and a love for Elam He says it's like fire and water. You can't have in the same bowl fire and water. One is going to overpower. Either the fire is going to dry out the water or the water is going to extinguish the fire. It's impossible. Now, does that mean we shouldn't live in this world? We shouldn't eat? We shouldn't enjoy the pleasures of this world? We could enjoy them. We could partake of them. But it can't be a focus. It shouldn't be an obsession. Our main obsession and focus should be Am I making sure that I'm working towards getting to my in the meantime, I'm here. I have to eat. When I eat, I enjoy it. When I'm involved in physical pleasures, one is allowed to appreciate and enjoy it. But it shouldn't be the focus. It shouldn't be his mindset. It shouldn't be this is what he's preoccupied with always. So that's the first thing. Kedoshim to you. Be holy in a way to separate from these areas. And then he says, then there's a second Kedoshim to you. A second Prisha, which has to be taught by other v'imay tiro, it's taught by a, a tradition, by a messiah from parents, from rebbeim, And this is what the Chavos of Ovis says, writes, he says, in Shara Tshuva Perakei, this piece in the Chavos of Ovis, that the Chitz Chassidim Rishonim Parshu Atzim Mishiva Shari Eter, in other words, they abstained and they put up a fence, even from things that were permissible, so they shouldn't encroach on areas which would be awesome. So that's a whole other aspect. This just staying away from too much Olam Hazer, as the famous Medrash, which is brought in Taisvis in Ksubastav Kuvdalet, Achatim Espalal Shi Konzadivere Teira Belibicha. Before you even daven that you should be able to learn and retain and understand Teira, one should daven that he shouldn't. And you see from Taisvis too, it's only Achila Gas, an excessive amount of eating. People can eat, people can enjoy it, but the excessiveness, the, the obsession of it, the focus on it, that already takes away from being able to grasp and understand and retain Torah. It's one or the other. That's what the Rambam Nechavah says. It's like a fire and water. It's one or the other. You can have, you could have to, to a certain measure, to a certain extent, you can have it, but not to, to a great degree. That's one aspect. But then there's another aspect to try to arrange a person's lifestyle, arrange a person's activities to make sure not to encroach on something that is going to get him 
to a place which is also. That's the second Kedoshim to you, and that's where the Parsha starts with Kedoshim to you, and it ends V'yisim Kedoshim. You should be holy. Two types of Kedusha. And that's the like the Chavazova says over here, so says the Chazam Sefer. We now go further. The third element of Tshuva, which is Bakoshas Amechil. Avot Tanai Bakoshas Amechil. The various levels of asking for forgiveness, that also can be broken down into five levels. One of them is just expressing the fact that we've sinned. And they are considered great. That's a big problem that we have. We think, all right, we didn't have error. Okay, what do you want? I'm not perfect. I'm only human being. Okay. No, no, when we actually do tshuva, we get to the point that we're ready to say video on our sins, we're ready to declare that we've sinned and we're ready to do tshuva. We have to put an image in our mind that these were terrible things. These were things that we did against Hashem's will, and they're terrible. Yerubu of they should be considered things of a of, a, of something that is that is big, that is great, in terms of its uh, affront to Hashem. Kamei like it says in Yeshaya, Kirabu Pishoenu Negdecha, that our Pishoem, our Averis, are great Negdecha, because they're against you, Hashem. That's why they're they're so terrible. Great meaning great in a terrible way. So that's the more we have to understand that uh, the magnitude of them. And secondly, she is tamid. We have to always remind ourselves of it. Always have to be in our minds that we did, we've done the sin, and we constantly regret it. We constantly are saying, "I remember I did that thing. It was not good." As the pasuk says, "They should always be in the mind's eye." Tavarabella says, number one, I know my Averis. That's the first thing. You have to know what you did wrong. We have to know we've sinned. But after that, my Averis are always opposite me. They're always in front of me. person has to know that if it's going to uh, cripple him, that he won't be able to move on with Avedas Hashem because he's always just feeling so terrible about his past. He's not going to be able to move past it. It's not a good thing. David Amalek obviously was able to compartmentalize. You put one thing in one compartment, another thing in another compartment. But there's always there. One compartment always has the sin. We do this all on Yom Kippur. Could be we've done a Tshuva Shalem on certain Averis, but yet every Yom Kippur, we once again say Vidui on all list of sins. That's this concept. Vashlishi. Very interesting idea. Says Vashlishi, she is One should fast during the daytime, and then, through his fasting during the day, then his tefillah at night will be much more powerful. Uh, an ace, which is a time, it's a time where his mind is clear. His mind is free. We find this idea, one should get up and sing in the night. The Rambam interprets this Pasuk for Talmud Torah. He says the greatest time to learn is at night. Kumi Reine get up and pray, sing Tashem. When you learn Torah, you're singing Tashem. And do that at night. So the Chavazova says he understands they're going on tefillah. But really, 
He says, So Edom Ashkiach went into this whole idea, what's the concept of, of a night time? So this is something that Chavazavavus writes in Shar Ahavas Hashem. And it's interesting, if you look what he says over there, you see that nowadays it's not really applicable. And you'll see why. He says, one idea of why you daven at night is because nighttime, a person's mind is clear. During the day, he's so preoccupied. During the day, he's, he has to go places, he has to do things, he has to accomplish things, he has to talk to people. At night, you're free from social obligations. You don't have to get together with people. No one's visiting. You don't have to be involved in, in your work. Now, we have to understand, obviously, he's talking about a time almost a thousand years ago. There, no electricity. When the sun went down, everybody was in their houses. The sun went down, you don't talk to any people anymore. You don't interact with anybody. It was quiet. There were, there were no cars or buses or going on the street. It was so tranquil. So he says, the best time is not when the sun is up and people are working in their fields or in their businesses. You have to talk to people. You can't think straight. Then those days at nighttime, it was so serene. It was quiet. No one was, was there. No one's coming knocking on the door. You know, maybe someone's trudging through the snow one time. He can't find his way. But that's for few and far between. So the, so the, both the Rambam and Chavis Avavis are saying the same idea. At night, when it's peaceful and tranquil, that's the best time you could focus on your tefillah, focus on your Torah. The Meshkir said an interesting Chiddush. He says, even though the Rambam says that a person is not really kind, he doesn't acquire his main chachma except at night, based on the Gemara Erevin, he says that doesn't really apply anymore. He says nowadays we're just as busy, if not busier at night than we are during the day. We have social obligations, we have to go to dinners and weddings and parties and and it's just that noisy at night in some places than during the day. Some places actually are noisier at night. So the, the point is the same. What the, 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 the suggestion that they are making to us is find a place in your day, in your schedule, where you could be mostly most focused. That's the best time for learning. Davening it doesn't mean the three tefillahs a day. It means extra davening. When you can be most, most focused on your davening. If it's at night time, at 11.30 at night, where people are not calling, do it then. If it's at 6 o'clock in the morning because nobody's calling then and it's quiet, do it, over, do it then. That's the point. There's a certain power and concentration in tefillah, or as the Ramam says in Torah, when you are free of any preoccupation with anything else. And therefore he's saying that that has a special potency in terms of our tefillah when we're doing bakoshes mechila, when we're asking Hashem for forgiveness. Varavi, let's just finish here. Varavi in the fourth. To beg, beseech Hashem, to constantly humble ourselves. We're constantly begging Hashem to accept our tshuva. Be Michaelus. When we do the Sanat right? In every Rish Chaydish benching, in every Tfilah on Rish Chaydish, we say it should be. We we ask for Oisher and Kavod and Simcha and Yeshua and Chabad, but Uslichas Chait Uslichas Ovin. We always ask you for Mechila. A lot of times we don't pay attention to that. We're too busy with getting wealthy over there. No, no, no. 
We're always asking Hashem should indeed accept our truth and wipe the sin out. That's needy commission. I'm ready to admit it. I'm ready to say that I've sinned and I need forgiveness. Always daven for this forgiveness. And finally, Vachamishi. This we'll have to discuss uh, tomorrow night. This is a new idea of trying to get other people to stay away from sin. Keeping away from sin, to warn them, you know, you get punished when you sin. There's a whole new concept of in Bakosha's Mechil, we have to see how it ties in. To mention that they could do tshuva if they did sin. You could do tshuva, and then Hashem will change His mind against you. I will teach those sinners the right way. How this fits in exactly to Bakosha Mechila, we'll have to see that in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. Agutana.